Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. We're not going to ask you what the number is, but we're just asking, do you kind of do you wiggle around the, the weight on your driver's license or are you completely honest? You say, I know down to the pound what I weigh and I will not wiggle that number. And so you list it on your driver's license. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen April's comment on the Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> So good. I love it. So, you know, this is this is driver's license math, and I totally get it. April said, will I subtract from my shoes and my clothes, and I subtract what I've eaten for the day, and a few more pounds for the air in my lungs? Understandable, right? Right. She said, then I subtract 20 more because the camera adds 20. Yeah, I've heard that, too. She said, I subtract whatever I gained in the last 10 years because that's just water weight, and I subtract another 30 from that because this license doesn't expire for a while, and I'm sure to hit my weight loss goal by then. So, yes, I'm completely honest. That is April. the best comment ever, April. Yeah, That's, I agree. I yeah. mean, I totally can follow that math, and oh, I, yeah. I'm not always the best at math, but that makes sense. That's so good. And then this one caught my attention, too, <laughs> because I had been thinking about this. Can you imagine? I was just there yesterday afternoon, and that's why it made me think about this. Okay, I wrote down, I probably within five pounds would be my guess of where I actually am. And I thought about it. Like, what if when you went to stand there to take your picture, which, by the way, how did they they capture all of my chins every time. You know, oh, they have <laughs> glamour shot. Yeah. I mean, Gets all the chins. <laughs> on the gun. But Michelle also commented the same kind of idea. She said, could you imagine if you had to step on a scale before they took your picture? Uh, or, or even and like then, as they're taking the picture and you hear the... And then giant yeah. pop up, like above you pops up the number, kind of like the yeah. you know, now serving number 72 <laughs> and then the, right. like your weight pops <laughs> oh, Yeah. And oh, no. Michelle says, I think most people lie. Probably. And interesting, we have not heard from a lot of guys on this subject. So I'm thinking guys uh, just, they don't even care. They just put the weight down. No. They're not even contemplating putting down a different number, right? Is that what's happening? I just texted my husband to ask because he had to renew his driver's license just recently. His birthday is in November. And I said, did you, were you honest with your weight? Because mm-hmm. no, I, unless I've missed it, it has been women commenting, maybe, you know, fudging their weight a little bit, (laughs) but it doesn't seem like guys even care. And so he said, well, you don't change your height. So they ask if the weight was the same. So I had to tell them that it wasn't. But you said that you just filled out a form. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. I didn't want to have a conversation with someone working behind the counter about my weight. (laughs) That's when you're like, listen, I've, it's been a rough, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I had to, I had to eat those cookies. I have to, it's like confessional going into the DMV or the BMV. I'm I'm getting ready for winter. You know, I'm I'm prepping for it or something. I don't want to be talking about it. Yeah, well, we appreciate all the comments. Facebook.com slash your morning show and by text 320-235-1025. Instead of a number, because, okay, let's say you like you did. You go in yesterday. Let's say you were 100% true. You you knew what your weight was. You put it on your license. Yeah. Well, in a year, maybe you drop pounds, maybe you gain pounds, whatever. That's going to change the same as your hair color could change and all of that. So instead of a number or a range of numbers, because we said earlier, maybe a better way would say to be, okay, between 100 and 150, between 150 and 200, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that gives you a range. What if you just put a classification like petite oh. or husky or a little a little soft like what if if we were just like a a range of of classification or athletic builds fluffy 
How about Big fluffy? bones, whatever, you know, whatever it is. No. First of Small all, bones. There's, there's not enough room on the license to put big boned on there, Laura. No, it would, be, it would be like the code. Like, you know how there's like a code for what classification of license you have? It would be classification of your, your body type. And then oh, we wouldn't my. even have to lie. I we think could, I would rather put ass- my weight. Then <laughs> I was just given options. You know? Okay, well that's unique. I don't know. We'll see if anyone yeah. goes for that. We're enjoying your comments. Facebook.com slash your morning show. Uh, let's see here. Angela says, I never really know my exact weight, so I figure I'm probably within five pounds. And that's what I was thinking too. I'm I'm pretty close. So I mean but that's like it. you said, yeah, it can change by the time we redo our license again. So right. uh. classification. I try, but I also enjoy desserts. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I can't say no to the extra Halloween candy. Right. Then, is there a box for that on the license? Yes. Right. We could right. rework the whole license. I think you're on to something there, Laura. And I think it would be a more pleasant license renewing experience for everyone. KQIC Wilmer is more music, more variety. Q102. Tuesday trivia, and we have the question for you. So you need this text number 320-235-1025. Nearly a third of people said that they would be willing to go into debt to buy this. Nearly a third of people said they would be willing to go into debt to buy this. Hmm. I feel that you have recently purchased this i have not and i can't remember the last time that i did make this purchase but a third of people said apparently money doesn't matter i will go into debt to buy this now there's a lot of obvious answers that may be correct but the specific one that we're looking for is not a house not a home not a vehicle a lot of people guessing that that that's obvious answers right mm-hmm. most of the time you have to do some financing so yes you're going into debt but you're buying a commodity that is you know an acceptable form of debt instead of just frivolous spending but this is a little bit more of we don't really need to buy this but we really want to buy this <laughs> so why and did you so, I feel like you singled me out on this because no, you no, said no. oh I, yeah yeah you did <laughs> I'm saying that you just a little hint that I have not purchased this in the recent future or recent future recent past but you recently did and even tried to yeah. and were unsuccessful which I feel really really bad furniture was also guessed mm-hmm. not the answer also uh, then some very specific guesses Taylor Swift tickets, but that came after concert tickets, which was the correct answer. Yes. So who was first? Because we had a couple different concert tickets and then one very specific Taylor Swift ticket. Yes. Congratulations to Anya from Cosmos, who was the first to say concert tickets. And I'm wondering if your hint saying, you know, that I was more likely to purchase this than than you helped Anya out. Yeah. Well, she... and and you tried to buy the Taylor Swift tickets. I th- mm-hmm. think multiple times, right? You wanted to go. Yeah. But can we you, just? Move I, I won't even bring that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but how much? Okay. So how much on average? We're not talking the front row. Obviously, those are astronomical, and not the the nosebleed seats where you're behind a pole or right. you know can't even see. But what would be the average? for the ta- the first leg of this heiress tour for Taylor Swift. Do we know? Yeah, they broke that down. They said the average ticket price was 
$254, and that was more than double the average for her last tour in 2018. Now, average, right? Now, I know my daughter went. Okay, average. And that was a whole ordeal, but we got her done. She got to go, but yeah, it was kind of crazy. I mean, they were like $400 a seat. Uh, and then the resale, they say the average resale price of an Eras ticket was $1,607. That was up 741% from when she did her reputation tour in 2018. So pretty insane. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and again, do you do you need a car when you make that purchase? Probably to get you to and from work so that you can purchase other things and, you know, have <laughs> some money. Do you need to go to a concert? You probably could cut that from your budget. But yeah, a third of people said, I don't even care. I'll go into debt. Going. I'm going to see my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Anya, way to go. Congratulations and enjoy your $20 gift card to Taco John's. She sent a text back saying, bring on the Olays. Yes. Go enjoy those mm-hmm. potato Olays. And then if you recently purchased... Taylor Swift tickets or even Beyonce tickets, any type of concert tickets that had a high price tag from a secondary seller. And you thought, oh, my gosh, I am paying double, triple, quadruple what the asking price was. But I really want to go to the show. Mm -hmm. Just know that on the back end, the sellers of those tickets may take a hit from the IRS, depending because a new law was introduced, part of the American Rescue Plan that will require sites like StubHub and Ticketmaster to hand over the data of all sellers who make more than $600. So if, say, the average price you talked about was for just purchasing from... 254 254 and then you paid a thousand for these resale tickets right well they've cleared you know 600 in profit so they would have to report that to the IRS it used to be that they could sell a ton of tickets users needed to receive 20,000 in revenue and have more than 200 transactions before they had to report that mm-hmm. but now it goes down to that 600 if you sold on those sites that do the reporting. If you just met at, you know, the parking lot, I have these tickets, here's a cash deal. I mean, I'm not saying the people don't report what they should, but I'm just saying that's going to be a little bit harder to track. But if you bought on StubHub or Ticketmaster or sold, they're keeping track and they're going to send that information to the IRS. So Ooh. don't think you can cheat on that if you yeah. file your taxes and go, oh, I forgot I sold a bunch of Taylor Swift and Beyonce tickets. They may wonder where that money is, is going. Great day. And the Homer Hankies are back. This time they will feature the words we believe and they will be given to each fan that enters Target Field for every Twins home game during the postseason. But if you can't make it, you can purchase the Homer Hankies. They're going to be $4 at Twins New Era Team Store at Target Field. So a portion of the proceeds from each sale will go to the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. Now the Homer Hanky, that is such a fun tradition. Mm -hmm. And it used to be they were white back in 1987 when we won the World Series. I got the Homer Hangies from that yet in 91. And now they have to be red because the white could be a distraction in the crowd with the ball being white and everything. So, yeah, they're red instead. They're looking good, though. And my dad is actually going to the Twins game tonight. And so they won't be handing those out yet since it's not officially the postseason yet. But I'm thinking I'm going to have to tell him, pick me up one of those red Homer Hankies when you're at Target Field tonight. Now, is this the first year that they they haven't been white? Did that start? No, I feel years like ago. they were red last time too. Last time, okay. 
anyone can correct me on that because now I'm drawing a blank. But okay. because but I even have, have it, and now I but can't. But you have even your think. collection. I have my that. twins' memorabilia, yeah, stashed away. <laughs> That's so but cute. I haven't looked at it recently. Yeah, that'll be fun. So I have not made it. I did not make it to a twins game the whole summer. Mary Ellen, what? Is, what? I know. That's a tradition. I know. Okay, well, you have to go during the postseason. Then I still use my Minnesota go. Twins purse every day, though. So that counts for something, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't you can't retire that for the season then no. just yet. Keep Don't using break it the street. every day. I know you just talked about the Homer hankies and how you have a collection of them. And I, so I want to go back to that. Do you have it hung up to decorate your office at work or do you have a special room for all your sports twins memorabilia or where do you keep yours? Um, no, it's not a great, beautiful display. I need to work on that. No. I have some stuff up on the wall, but otherwise it's kind of like in an organized clump in a room. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not like a shri- it's not like a shrine or a museum where you could walk in and see everything perfectly displayed. Um, they're all kind of right. clustered right. together. It needs but some then, work. Well, but then if you change things, like sports can be very superstitious. If you go through major changes, if you do like a shrine, okay, we're going to put some shelves in, we're going to put some, you know, glass cases, display the Homer hankies. Then if they go on a, say, a losing streak, then you're like, well, now I got to put it back in the clump because I ruined it. That was my best description ever. The clump of (laughs) twins memorabilia that I have. Yes, that's pretty much what we'll call it. Uh huh. Good. Okay, so yeah, I think I can keep it that way a little bit longer now because I don't want to mess with anything. Yeah, you don't want to mess with it. No. Don't jinx it. No, no. We're, we're leaving it right the way it is in that Leave clump. Leave it in the clump. It's the Q102 Morning Show on Q102. All right, can we can we talk a little bit more about uh, the upcoming marriage of one Taylor oh. Swift and Travis Kelsey? Yes, because I, I was working on I was working on the script again yesterday. I have it pretty much completed, except for some personalized vows. You know, I'll I'll let them contribute to that portion of the <laughs> ceremony. But other than that, I mean, I've I've liked both of them for a long time and been hoping they got together. So the ceremony pretty much wrote itself. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. get enough. I still can't get enough. I know some people. <laughs> are so over it, but I'm just thinking this is very fun and very entertaining. I'm trying to read every article I can. Oh my gosh, he rented out the place or she bought all the food for all the people and then they were out till 2 a.m. and oh, it's so fun. <laughs> well, and one of our listeners actually texted in a TikTok video yes. that you sent me, which was awesome. Oh yeah, that was Becky, I think. She sent that yesterday after the show was over and it was mm-hmm. so funny because it had uh, which, is it the Fox Sports? I think it's Fox Sports. They're mm-hmm. commentators and and, oh, yeah, because of Howie Long, and they're commenting about this guy's telling him, well, I think then this Travis was born in 1989, and da 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 da, and, and this is all connected together. And then <laughs> um, they bring in, oh, gosh, no, I'm drawing. I a think blanket. Terry Bradshaw, Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Apparent, appearance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's in the full on the speculation. So fun. So I think everybody's kind of embracing the fun that it is. And, you know, I think so too. And there was some speculation, and you had some questions. Where did they go after the game? Sunday night, you know, do they do they go back to Travis's house? Does the family get together? Because, of course, you know, Mama Kelsey's in town for the game. And apparently the prime social rooftop is a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he rented out the entire place. And then the family and team, some of the team members got together to celebrate. Yeah. Also, Taylor Swift was there. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty much official. But then you also <laughs> sent me an article that some PR people were weighing in. Was this just a publicity stunt? But a lot of them say no. Yeah. That neither of them are kind of in PR trouble, which is normally when you go, oh, well, let's put out a good story. Maybe they're dating. Oh, it's right. kind of 
distract from whatever awful news. Neither one of them really need some distraction. Like they're they're doing pretty well for themselves and they're behaving themselves. So I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I think they're a match made in heaven. It seems real. And even if it's just a friendship starting out, you know, and they're hanging out, whatever it may yeah. be, it seems like it's genuine because Taylor is pretty calculated about everything she does. Think of all the Easter eggs that she plans for fans and how she puts mm-hmm. things out on certain dates that mean something. It all traces back. So she's not just going to do something without thinking about it. So she obviously did want to hang out with Travis or she wouldn't have made that appearance at the game. So, right. yeah. And I saw somebody comment, oh, must be nice to be able to rent out an entire restaurant. But I thought, you know, take away all their, you know, the privilege that they have to be able to do that. They've also worked for that money. But there's no way that those two people, Travis is a superstar in Kansas City. Taylor is a superstar worldwide. There's no way that they could go out to any restaurant in the city and not be bombarded with people. So in order to at least even have a conversation to get to know each other more, I they can have see to. where that's your only option unless you undercover just shuttle your way back to a house somewhere. But, I mean, they should be able to go out and have dinner together, right? Uh-huh. I think so. All right, get back to wedding yeah. planning for them now. It's the best time to laugh. They're very funny. Mornings. I love them in the morning. I wake up to it. Tim and Laura on Q102. We just heard a few songs ago from the Jonas Brothers, Waffle House, on this National Pancake Day. Follow along. We're moving fast here. But also, you are going to see the Jonas Brothers in concerts sometime soon. Oh, yeah. This was a real dilemma because they were coming to the Minnesota State Fair, and I literally let out a scream in my office, a scream of giddiness (laughs) and excitement when I found out they were coming to the Minnesota State Fair. I'm like, I have to go. I have to go. But at that time, there was still a chance that I could have possibly swooped in and got some Taylor Swift tickets at the last minute. So I was like, oh, I better not. I better hold off on my budget, not get those Mm -hmm. just in case. So then we were there at the Minnesota State Fair the day they performed and there were still some tickets available, but they were kind of nosebleeds and I'm like, nah, yeah. yeah. Because after they announced their Minnesota State Fair, they announced they were coming to XL Energy Center November 19th. So then I've got the dilemma. Now do I totally be responsible and <laughs> skip the whole thing? Just be an adult about this? Or do I continue my obsession of concert that I've had since I was a teen? And what do you think I did? You bought them. Well, I shouldn't even say you bought the tickets because you have had the worst luck with trying to like, oh yeah, trying to buy tickets. And it all started, I think, with the Taylor Swift ticket fiasco, trying to be verified as a real person, and then the wait list, and then your little man was like moving at the pace of a snail across the screen, yeah. and then rejected, yeah. rejected. And so it wasn't just Taylor Swift, though. You no, were it's like Ticketmaster has flagged me or something. I don't know. They, they just you. know. Why? I, yeah, why did they hate? You are I love sweet concerts. Person. I love Why? concerts. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, there have been several where I've been waitlisted. And so, I don't know. Um, the most recent one was Olivia Rodrigo. I was trying to get tickets, not for me to go, but for my daughter to be able to go. And yeah, waitlisted on that. And then I did get waitlisted also for the Jonas Brothers, but then there were still some tickets left. So I do so have tickets purchased okay. now. So I'm going to be jamming to the Jonas Brothers in November. And you said your either your husband or someone ordered, because they didn't want you to 
jinx it for him. What was it? <laughs> Pearl Jam tickets? Oh, yeah. So my husband's a big Pearl Jam fan. So he was part. He's part of their fan club. So he okay. did end up getting tickets through that. But and I just also. Smooth for him. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I did try yeah. to do the pre-sale for that, too, but also waitlisted for that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. It's like I'm I'm there are people who are flagged by the TSA. I am flagged by Ticketmaster. I think so. And you've never tried to do anything shady. But here's what I and again, I I know that there was just the legislation that was passed through that you had to or not you, but as a, a concert seller or ticket seller, they now have to show and be transparent about their fees. Like they can't just hide those and then spring them on you at the end. You have to know going in what are the fees. That's all fine and good, but why are the fees so much? You just said the fees yeah. on your recent concert purchase were how much? Yeah, you don't even want... I, I'm embarrassed to even say that I ended up purchasing these, but Zach Bryan, who is a country artist, up and coming, we saw yeah, him this summer a as a family at Target Center, and there were probably like 20,000 people there. Great show. Amazing performer. I didn't know that much about him, but absolutely loved it. And so then he announced, hey, I'm coming to U.S. Bank Stadium next summer. Tickets go on sale. I did actually make it through for that pre-sale because it was not okay. through Ticketmaster. It was through a Thank different goodness. ticketing company. Yeah. And so I go to purchase something. And yeah, maybe we should go again as a family. And then I saw the ticket prices. Okay, maybe not. Maybe we'll just be lucky if two of the family go to this show. But when I checked out the fees on a pair of tickets. One pair. One so two, pair of two tickets. Tink, two tickets. Okay. The fees, $175. That's, That's ridiculous. the fees. I know. And at that point, I'm like, what do I do? I don't know. It's getting it's getting insane. You can't even be a regular person and afford to go to a concert well, anymore. Right. And does it say what? So that fee is probably broken down into like a processing fee and a, and a handling fee and yeah. a shipping fee or and a printing fee. Does it break um, it down even further? $5.50 of it was a handling fee, and then uh, like 168 some odd cents was the service fee. So I'm saying about 175 Service for what, though? I don't like, know. What, what I would do, like to know. That's a great question. That so it's all fine and good that you have to be transparent with the fees, but why are they this much, and why is that allowed? It's, it's insane. And he was actually an artist who was trying to kind of like fight back against Ticketmaster, and he was going to be the little guy that, you know, wasn't going to use Ticketmaster and all this, and that was actually through Access the tickets that I purchased. So I don't know if it would have been different through Ticketmaster, but yeah, it's it's gotten really out of control. All right. Can that be the next thing that's worked on is why are they that much? Yes. Great that you show us, but also why? Yes. We need to, let's move that forward. We want to be able to go see our favorite artists and it's getting kind of impossible. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from six to nine.